The views expressed represent the opinion of Modern Wealth Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Modern Wealth Management does not accept any liability for the use of the information discussed. Consult with a qualified financial, legal, or tax professional prior to taking any action. Thanks for joining us on America's Wealth Management Show. As a quick heads up, all of the resources we discussed today will be included in the show notes for the episode. Just find the link for the resource you're looking for in the episode description. You'll find links to other episodes, articles, videos, and our calendar. Don't miss out. For those of you who prefer a visual experience, head over to our YouTube channel where we release a new episode on video and on demand. So be sure to check out the show notes so you don't miss a thing. Now, let's get to the show. Look, there's a lot of rules surrounding retirement accounts. A lot of rules. Ed Slot has um, been gracious enough to share his knowledge. But you know what we should do? What? We should make Ed an honorary member of the Rothaholic Club. Well, Ed says it's the best tax code ever written. It's almost time for America's Wealth Management Show, your source for growing and managing your retirement nest egg. Tune in right here every Monday and Thursday for the latest insights, strategies, and tips. So subscribe and click the bell icon so you never miss an episode. You can also catch America's Wealth Management Show on your favorite podcast app. So if you want to catch up on an episode on your way to work or on your way to the lake, find us on your preferred podcast app and give us a listen and subscribe. Now let's get to the show. So happy to be here in studio on America's Wealth Management Show with the first ever confirmed Rothaholic, Bud yes. Casper. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am really excited about that. So we've started a club, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be focusing on bringing to your attention what I feel is one of the strongest ways you can grow money into retirement, and that's by eliminating Uncle Sam. So the title of our show is how does Roth IRA grow? How does it not grow if you're in a Roth? Because you don't have the taxes pulling it down. It grows tax-free. Exactly. And it distributes tax-free. And it passes to the next generation tax-free. And it doesn't cause Social Security to become taxable. And it doesn't affect your Medicare premiums. The list goes on and on and on. The benefits of a Roth IRA. And so, did you rehearse that? That was really good. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I've been doing this for over twenty years, but I, mean, I know well, I've been there with you every step of the we way. We don't need to rehearse anymore. <laughs> um, so, before we get too far into the show, uh, I want to let everybody know that we have another program called the Guided Retirement Show, and mm -hmm. on September twelfth, we will release an episode, a special episode, where Bud and I are going to interview Corey Holstein, our director of tax. And the title of that uh, guided retirement show is Revisiting the Roth versus Traditional. And we're going to spend a lot of time in that program breaking down the Roth versus Traditional. And it's not just going to be from the standpoint of a certified financial planner. It's going to be from the standpoint of a CPA and someone who intimately understands financial planning as a CPA and how Roth IRAs versus traditionals fit into your overall retirement plan. So if you don't already subscribe to the Guided Retirement Show, you can subscribe either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app, and uh, you'll get notified when the episode comes out and every future episode, That uh, furthermore, from that uh, point on. And in addition to that, there you go. we release a new America's Wealth Management Show every Monday and every Thursday on either YouTube or your favorite podcast app. So if you're not already subscribed, 
get out there, subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you click the bell icon so that you get notified every time a new episode of America's Wealth Management Show comes out. And we're also introducing the Rothaholic website. Become a member of that. The Rothaholic Club. And it, what, what happens with this club is it's anybody that wants to pursue getting into a tax-free state of retirement, okay? Exactly. So we're going to be releasing additional information on Roth IRAs and tactics and advantages of Roth IRAs that you can utilize to start to move yourself towards a tax-free retirement. So you sign up by going to rothaholic.com. That's R-O-T-H-A-H-O-L-I-C, rothaholic.com. So this is an opportunity that uh, Dean and I came up with to, to basically help people understand that taxation is a major eroding factor in retirement. And if we can eliminate it early enough at the right tax bracket, we can really maximize our results in retirement. So we felt it was uh, compelling, if you will, as financial planners that we wanted to go in and introduce this and allow people to come in and explore what we're talking about and understand the huge impact it can have on retirement. So here's the difference. Let's just break it down real simple to begin with. The traditional IRA, you make a contribution, you deduct that contribution from your income during that year, whether that's an IRA or whether that's a 401k. The traditional side goes in before taxes are paid, accumulates tax deferred, but then when you take it out, it's taxed as ordinary income. And by age 73, under current law, or age 75, by 2033, you have to start making what are called required minimum distributions. So that's the point at which the government says, hey, getting tired of waiting on you to die to collect our share, okay? Yeah, we're going to force you to start taking some money out of that traditional IRA. Whether you need it or not, it's going to come out, and it's going to stack on top of all your other income, and it's going to be taxed as ordinary income. Roth IRA does just the opposite. You pay taxes on the contribution before it goes in. Again, whether it's a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, you're taxed on the contribution. Once that contribution is in, everything from that point forward is tax-free unless you take the money out prior to 59 and a half or before a five-year waiting period. And there is no required minimum distribution on a Roth IRA. And there's also, since there's no required minimum distribution on a Roth IRA, there's no required minimum distribution for your beneficiaries when they inherit it. They have a full additional 10 years to let that compound and grow before they remove it. And when they finally remove it at the end of that 10th year, guess what the tax rate is? Zero. Zero. Right. So how does a Roth IRA grow? Well, we, so, you know, we get on these campaigns, but we believe so strongly with this and everything is confirmed by our CPAs that we feel this club is going to become pretty popular, especially for people that are really trying to understand the impact that taxes have on your future. So if we can eliminate it, yes, Dean said correctly, you know, you're going to have to pay tax on the contribution, but never again, if you're a young person and you're going in and you're, you're doing it that way, think of the compounding years with no taxation on that money and distributes out that same Absolutely. way, no taxes. Absolutely. And join the club. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and for more information on that, we've got Roth conversion decisions for 2023. And that is part of our educational series put out by Matt Casper. Let's talk about the contribution limits first on the Roth IRA. So 
Uh, Congress has changed those contribution limits. They continue to increase those contribution limits. Here in 2023, $6,500 is the contribution limit. So you can put up to $6,500 in a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Now, they both have income limits. You got those income limits written down? I do, but, but let's add to that, that if you're over 50, you get to add another 1,000. That takes that contribution up to 7,500. Yeah, to qualify in joint, you have to have uh, income uh, that is less than $218,000, single $138,000. There's a, a phase out inside of that, but I don't want to go into that Yeah, detail. we don't need to go into the phase you know, out. So, so, so those are the two numbers. Suffice it to say, if your income is under that limit on the Roth IRA or the traditional IRA, you can make a contribution. Now, yes, sir. If you are over that limit and you don't have any other money in a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA, I should say, you can do what's called a backdoor Roth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what happens if you are over the income limit for the traditional IRA, you make the contribution to the traditional IRA on an after tax basis. So, in other words, you didn't get the deduction. You put the $6,500 in, assuming you're over the age of 50. You immediately convert that traditional to a Roth with how many taxes due? None. None. Right? Because you already paid the tax on the money before it went in. Right. Okay. So there's a special form that you fill out when you do your tax return. And I forget the, the number on the form right now. If Corey were in here, or, or CPA, he would <laughs> he know the number of the CPA. Uh, anyway. There's a special form that you fill out when you make an after-tax contribution to a traditional IRA. You still have to do that, but then you can go in and immediately convert, and there's no taxes due. Now, there's caution when you do this. The caution is if you have any other IRA money that is in, in an IRA, then it's con- you convert on a pro rata basis. In other words, let's say that you had $100,000 in a traditional IRA, and you think, I'm going to do a backdoor Roth. So you make the $6,500 contribution to the traditional IRA, you immediately convert it. Because you had another $100,000, that $6,500 is only 6.5% of the total $100,000. So when you do the conversion, only 6.5% of the $6,500 will not be taxable. The rest of it will become taxable when you do the conversion. So to do the backdoor Roth effectively, you can't have any other money in a traditional IRA. So how do you get away from that? Well, if you have a 401k plan, most 401k plans will now allow for a rollover into the 401k plan from an IRA. And now not all do, but some plans will allow you to do that. So if you want to take advantage of the backdoor Roth, you have to go. There's pros and cons on both sides of this. And I'm not going to tell everybody to roll your traditional IRA back into a 401k so that you can do the backdoor Roth. You really have to do the entire financial plan and get the CFP to get that forecast out there, get the CPA in to say, okay, does this make sense from a long-term tax perspective? Um, so it is possible to get money out of an IRA back into a 401k so that you can do the backdoor Roth. Not saying that's the best thing to do all the time. No, and certainly don't do it without a CPA <clears throat> looking through the numbers. But also remember that when you do that backdoor Roth, you have 60 days to be able to uh, to, to do what Dean was just talking about there. So, and, and what they're recommending, I'll go to Ed Slot, do it just as fast as you can. Exactly right. You know, we got a couple of documents that um, really go through and 
challenge you to think about that. One of them is our tax reduction strategies guide. So the tax reduction strategies guide is going to talk about Roths. It's going to talk about traditional. It's going to talk about how to get yourself into a point in retirement where you're paying as little tax as possible. Combine that with the retirement plan checklist that we have, and you're going to go in to any meeting with any CFP professional armed with a wealth of knowledge so that you make sure that you're talking with somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. And one of the things you want to make sure when you're doing the back door that you don't get the penalty, you know, so do it within 60. Yeah. Yeah. Do it within 60 days. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about compound interest. And I think let's do something really, really simple here. Okay. Good. <laughs> let's talk about the rule of 72. Okay. So the rule of 72 basically says that if you take the interest rate that your investment is expected to perform at, divide that into 72, that will give you the number of years that it takes for your money to double. double. So I can do easy, quick math in my head. If I take 72 and I divide it by 10, mm -hmm. right? That means every 7.2 years, my money doubles. Mm -hmm. But compound interest becomes much more complicated than that when you're making annual contributions or monthly contributions to your Roth. If you do an annual contribution to a Roth IRA and you do it in January of every year, you're going to be better off than from a compound interest perspective than making a monthly contribution that adds up to $6,500 yeah. each year. As an example, if you were putting $6,500 a year in, in a lump sum and you were getting a 6% interest compounded monthly, you're going to wind up with somewhere around $169,000 with about 95,000 contributed over that 15-year period. That's not a lot of extra interest yet, right? And this is why Bud said start early, right? right. Start, con start contributing early. Somebody that did that from age 21 to 36 and then left it alone, they're going to have more money in their Roth IRA than somebody that starts at age 30 and puts it in every single year until they turn 65. And I would encourage our listeners who are working and are in 401k plans with their employer <clears throat> that if you don't have a Roth option available to you, talk to them about having one. Yeah, most uh, companies are getting there. Yeah. And we're also getting to the point that the match, which in the past has not been Roth, you know, it has the opportunity now to become Roth. Now, it's going to take a while for the corporations to get up to speed on this, but this is uh, extra bonus. This is the cherry on the top, if that you was, will. That was part of Secure Act 2.0. Right. And, and by the way, as you mentioned 401k, but it reminds me that we need to tell our viewers and listeners that there is no income limit for contributing to a Roth 401k. Right. You make as much money as you want, and you're still eligible to contribute to the Roth 401k. Yeah, as opposed to those phase-out that we talked about in the traditional uh, form of it. Yeah. And we're, we break that down a lot more yeah. in the Guided Retirement Show, which again comes out on September 12th. Perfect. Um, all right, so we talked about Roth versus traditional. What's the difference? We talked about in, uh, investments and compound interest, 2023 contribution limits, backdoor Roth. Let's talk a little bit about required minimum distribution benefits. I alluded to that a little bit at the very beginning of the show, but one of the beautiful things about the Roth IRA is you're never forced to start taking money out. Now think about that, folks, because what Dean's alluding to here is the fact that if you were forced to take it out as you were with the traditional, that's income that's going to impact your taxable income for that particular year. 
So here you have this beautiful piece of money that's in the Roth. That's why you should be a member of the Rothaholic Club. You know, that, that it's going to actually grow and compound and it's not going to impact your taxes ever again. Right. And even at death, you know, as it's been distributed, it distributes tax free to your children. You know, yep. so it, there's so many pluses associated with it. So what we want to do is motivate you, you know, to come in, join the club, find out more of the details of this and put it to work for you. I tell you, I think who should be an honorary member of the Rothaholic Club is Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Right. Yeah. You, uh-huh. you remember what he did? Yes. I don't know all the nuances behind it, but he wound up buying PayPal with his Roth IRA. Yeah. With the pro, with the money that he had saved there. Yeah. Right. And, right. and so then all of the growth of PayPal after he bought is all tax free. Yeah. And that was in the millions, wasn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So he should, we should make him an honorary member of the Rothaholic. So all right. Yeah. Um, I'll call him. <laughs> You got a cell number? No, but I'll, <laughs> I'll endeavor. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so so I think it's important that you don't have any required minimum distributions. Um, we also have to mention that when you're doing, let's talk a little bit about the conversion from traditional to Roth. We've been talking about contributions. So the conversion means that you're going to move money from what is sitting in traditional today over to a Roth IRA. Now, in that moment, when you move from traditional to Roth, that money is then taxed at right. that time. Yeah. Once it gets to the Roth, you got a five-year clock that starts ticking, and you know it, it, for the tax-free benefits and right. fifty-nine and a half and all that. But you're you're gonna allow that to start growing tax-free. So and it will come out even after, even if you're under fifty-nine and a half, you can still get access it. You can access your principal, principal, right? right? Not the no. interest. No, that's right. That, not the interest, because the interest will still be subject yeah. to a ten percent penalty. And remember as well, and this is the only uh, sad part of this, and that is you got to have money in the bank to be able to pay the taxes in the year that you can convert. Now, that's generally speaking, that's the best option, right? So, as you're saving for retirement, if you know that you've got money in a traditional that you want to try to convert after retirement, it, Bud's right. It's important that you save money outside of either a Roth or a traditional so that when you get into retirement, you can control your income to such a way in such a way that you can begin to do conversions early in retirement and all the way up to required minimum distribution age. And even we've even got people converting after required minimum distribution age, as long as we can capture the top of that 12% bracket or the top of the 24% bracket or something along the, if we know that in the future, they're going to be forced to pay taxes at a higher rate. Exactly. And and as Corey, our lead CPA, will talk about in the Guided Retirement Show here on the 12th, it, it you don't always want to convert all of your IRA to a uh, Roth IRA because if you're charitably inclined, the best way to get money from an IRA to the charity or from you to a charity is from a QCD, QCD. which you can do after the age of 70 and a half. Look, there's a lot of rules surrounding retirement accounts. A lot of rules. Ed, Slot has um, been gracious enough to share his knowledge. Bud and I were part of Ed Slot's original group back in 2004, where he founded the Elite IRA Advisor Group, and and Bud and I have been part of that for 20, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're aging well. I know. Thank you too. <laughs> <laughs> Hairline's getting a little bit. Yeah, you know. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the but you Roth, know what we should do? What? We, we should make Ed an honorary member of the Rothaholic Club. Him and Peter Thiel both. 
<laughs> well, especially Ed. Especially Ed. Well, Ed says it's the best tax code ever written. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So back to the conversions. I've seen a lot of people make the mistake when they're doing a conversion. They're calculating the amount of tax that they have to pay now, and they run a simple spreadsheet with a break-even point. Right. So at what point will this break even? It's not that simple. Okay. You're, you're fooling yourself if you think that that's the answer. In order to determine how much, if any, should be converting as you head into retirement, work with a CFP, let that CFP put your plan together, all right, as it sits today. And then we'll project, here is your total income over your lifetime, keeping up with your goals, here's your total tax over your lifetime, and here's the legacy that you're going to leave behind. And very sophisticated tools that we use. Right. Then we'll run several different analysis to say, okay, what if we converted to the top of the 12? What if we converted to the top of the 24? And our program will do a methodical Roth conversion over time. And you'll actually see in black and white, what's the total tax savings? What's the total amount that is going to pass to the beneficiaries that's still in the traditional? What's the total amount that's going to pass to the beneficiaries in the Roth? And then what's the net amount that's going to pass to the beneficiaries. So you'll be able to clearly see not just your tax savings, but you'll be able to see the net amount of additional money that you'll be able to pass net of taxes to your beneficiaries. It's, and that's how you determine how much, if any, should be moved from the traditional to the Roth. Yes. So you can see why it was important for us to create this club, because honestly, we, we want this to be... Um, something that people truly understand and can appreciate uh, because it can be a, a big savings to you over your retirement life. I mean, how many years are you going to live in retirement? You know, 30, 35, something like that. Hope if, so. You know, if that's the case, you know, then let's get uncle Sam out of your pocket once and for all. I'll tell you, bud, we, we, we've talked about this before. A hundred percent of my 401k contributions go to the Roth 401k. A hundred percent of your 401k contributions go to the Roth 401k. Why? Because we know that we're never going to be in a lower tax bracket. We think that tax rates will have to increase in the future in order to tackle our national debt and all the other entitlement programs that are out there. So let's get as much money as we can into that tax-free state. And I am also now a member of the Rothaholic Club. And we're pleased to have you there. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. I think I have been ever since 1997. You know what's interesting, though, bud? When the, when the Roth IRA originally came out in 1997 and people were able to do a conversion, their income had to be a low, below a certain limit, but then they were allowed to pay the taxes over a number of years. Yes. People were so skeptical. They're saying, this is never, there's no way this is real. Too good. They're going to they're gonna trick us into paying taxes on this now, and then they're going to figure out a way to tax the Roth IRA in the future. Not only have they not done that, they've expanded the Roth IRA into the 401k, into the SEP plan, into the simple plan do conversions inside your 401k. It's gotten bigger. We call it the Rothification of America. And if you want to know everything Roth IRA, join the Rothaholic Club by going to rothaholic.com. R-O-T-H-A-H-O-L-I-C.com. Rothaholic.com. Thanks for being with us on America's Wealth Management Show. Until next time, everybody stay healthy and stay safe.
views expressed represent the opinion of Modern Wealth Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Modern Wealth Management does not accept any liability for the use of the information discussed. Consult with a qualified financial, legal, or tax professional prior to taking any action.